0: Hey there, sweet teacher and difference maker. You have made it to episode number 18 of the Primary Teacher Friends podcast. I am Tony, and I am so thankful to be here in your ears today as I deliver a quick reminder of why you are here to help you get through this hard season of our school year. If you are completely exhausted, wondering how much longer you can go on, you have found this episode in perfect timing. This was made just for you. Are you ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first, or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker, and you're among friends here. And now, your host, Primary Teacher content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Dear tired teacher, I see you struggling and I want to help. I want to help so desperately because even though you may not see it at this present moment in time, when you're completely overwhelmed with worries and struggles related to teaching, I see exactly your value to children. And today, I want to remind you of that. This is such a hard time of the school year. It kind of sneaks up on me each and every time. The month of October and November sound like they'd be easy to get through, but they actually prove to be some of the hardest of the school year. Why is that? Well, I blame it partially on the holiday seasons coming up, and also the fact that now that we've had some time to tread through the school year, we actually see the deficiencies and the worries for our students. I'm finally noticing kids in second grade who were not prepared for second grade, and who now have added an extra level of worry to my plate. But you know, that's what I'm here for, but it doesn't mean it's not difficult, as on top of that grading periods ending, parents upset about grades, conferences, PD coming up, growth plans due. We have every reason to be tired this time of year. And add on top of all of that The new stress, anxiety, and worry that comes from COVID-19. You are doing the work of an angel right now, and we cannot give up. So today, I want to help you reconnect with your passion, with your why behind doing what you do. At the time of this release, it is now November, and we just said goodbye to the lovely holiday of Halloween. Candy, 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 costumes, costumes, costumes. I always tell my husband that it's the most exhausting holiday of the year because not only do you have the party and the dress-up, but you have the weeks following when the kids are still eating all that candy at home. Do you ever feel like Halloween? Halloween just won't end? Well, I'm not a Scrooge for Halloween. It actually all reminds me of a story about this little girl on Halloween. And I want to share it with you because this very powerful story may help you reconnect with your purpose in keeping on going and being in the classroom. So this little girl was a student in the second grade. From a teacher's perspective, she was one of those students who was a hassle to deal with, not because of her behavior, but because her parents were not involved, she didn't receive any help at home, she was always sleeping in class, and it just made her teacher's job a little bit more difficult. Well, it was the day after Halloween trick-or-treating night, which happened to fall on a weekday, every teacher's terror. Am I right? And that little girl came into the classroom and just couldn't keep her head up. She was so tired. Her second grade teacher, who had been out late with his children the day before trick-or-treating, was a little grumpy too, very frustrated, tired. And that little girl, who had been a struggle all year long to keep awake, was just too much for him to handle that day. He brought her out to attention and told her if she did not stay awake in class, that she was going to be put into after-school detention. Well, this little girl, although she didn't have the best home life, had never been in trouble and was terrified of being in trouble. And that fear definitely kept her awake the rest of that day. But if that second grade teacher had only known what had happened the night before, maybe he would have been a little more graceful toward this particular child. You see, this little girl's mommy had married an abusive man. And they lived in a little rinky-dink trailer right next to the highway. And yes, their loving mama had taken them trick-or-treating the night before. They got back home about 9 o'clock that night, and that little girl and her brother and sister rummaged through candy and were living the dream. But that abusive husband was having a little too much fun and a little too much to drink. As was his custom, he eventually drank so much that he became angry, and the little girl's mother and her and her siblings were an easy target. In fear of their life, the little girl's mama sneaks her and her siblings out the door. In the middle of the night, and trail down the highway in search of a friend's house. Imagine that little girl's heart, and not only being scared, but leaving all that candy behind. So they trudge down the side of the highway, with only the moon as their guide. And suddenly, a car passes, and the mother says, Jump! So they jump over the guardrail, and down a hill, scratched up, bruised up, scared and tired until it passes. And when it's finally quiet again, no more cars on the highway, they come back up over the hill and make a little more ground. And they keep on going until they finally find solace in the house of a kind neighbor. Somehow, that little girl, the day after trick-or-treating, and all that fear and struggle made her way back to her second grade classroom. I know her second grade teacher did not know what had happened the night before, but I want to tell you that there was another teacher In that child's life, a teacher who came and took her from the classroom almost every day to work on skills that were related to her low vision her disability. That teacher's name was Miss Best Outfit. And although this teacher did not know the hardship this child had seen the night before, the love and respect she showed this little girl had a lasting impact on her life and gave her hope of a better way. That little girl was me. And that teacher, Best Outfit, she is you. Her spirit is in the heart of every loving teacher who pushes their own needs aside, who shows up for children, and has sympathy and love for them that will change their life. Dear sweet teacher, I know you're exhausted this time of year, but don't forget why you're here. I tell you this story not for your pity, but as a gentle reminder for the purpose in what you're doing. Sometimes, as a result of many things, we lose our focus and we lose our passion. We let those things slip through our fingers and we let our problems try to steal the joy we find in children. I read this incredible book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. In that book, he says working hard for something we do not care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. You are here because you have passion in what you're doing. If you didn't, You wouldn't have made it this far. You wouldn't be here listening to me trying to improve what you do and to be happier in it. I know there is deep passion within you and I want you to let go of the stress for long enough to reconnect with it. I want you to realize what the world would be lacking right now if you gave up your profession and found something else to do. You know, I've seen on Facebook groups teachers talking about leaving the classroom, finding a new job. The money's not worth it. My administrator's too mean. They expect too much from me. All of those things are absolutely true. And there is a whole community of people, teachers just like you, who know that. What some of us forget is that if we all fall into that mindset trap that what we do is not worth it, what would happen to our dear little students? Where would children be if teachers did not sacrifice their sanity and their lives to make sure they're educated and loved every single day? Where would little Tony be right now if Best Alfred hadn't shown up to her job the day after Halloween? all those years ago with the love and sympathy that she had? What if she had decided that the money was not enough? What if she had decided that a parent who did not give her respect was worth leaving what she loved to do? Dear tired teacher, I needed you, and you were there for me, and you changed my life in monumental ways. So please remember the joy that you have in being a difference maker. Simon Sinek says, when we do something with purpose, when we choose our why for what we do, we will succeed. This is a model that so many businesses follow. And I'm telling you, teacher, that you need to follow it as well. Approach every day with your purpose in your heart and work from that purpose. Use the energy from it to guide you in everything that you do. So why are you here? I really want to know, and I want you to think about it deeply. Do you show up every day to serve children who are like me? who dream of the stability and hope that a good education can provide? Are you showing up every day just for that 15 minutes of time that you get to spend reading aloud an amazing story to your class? Or are you sticking around for those little grins and light bulb moments that come when students finally connect with the content that helps them break through a barrier they've been facing all year long. Maybe you're here for a combination of those things. Personally, I want to give students the hope that teachers gave me. I want to give them the lifelong effects of having an adult behind them that believes they can do whatever their little hearts lead them to do in their lives. I want to love kids in a way that warms their heart and shows them that this life is worth it. I owe that to Best Douthit and all the other teachers who saw past what was on the outside and reached down in me and pulled out the potential that I may have never seen in myself." You are exactly what she was to me to so many children. They look at you and they feel joy in their hearts for someone who cares for them. Someone who smiles at them and makes them giggle and shows them what learning can do. So if you're near the point of giving up, I want you to stop. And I want you to take time to do this for me and to do it for yourself. I challenge you to take out a notebook and a pen or even a blank document on your computer. And I want you to focus on your why. Why are you here? Why did you begin in this field? And why should you not stop now? Use this to begin. I will keep on going because... And let your heart flow from that, teacher. Let it flow. Write it down. Take time to think about it. Our brains are so filled with the negative, with all the things we need to do, all the things we did not get done, we easily lose focus on what's most important. And when you take this time to focus on what's most important to you, you're going to find new energy. You're going to reconnect with what you forgot. So I want you to do this for me. I want you to write it down and I want you to put it in a place where you can revisit it later. If you want to add some accountability to this exercise, which I highly recommend, then send this to a friend or even send it to me. Email me your response. And I'll read it with joy and with gratefulness in my heart that you have taken just a few moments to remember why you're here. I'm not giving up on you because so many wonderful people never gave up on me. And one last reminder, teacher, I want you to know that especially during our current times, Let it be messy. Let it be imperfect. In so many ways, I am a perfectionist. And I think sometimes that if it's not perfect, I'm not going to do it at all. Actually, I feel that way right now about this very podcast episode. So far, I've stumbled on my words, and I'm not sure any of this is going to resonate with anyone else. But you know what? If it helps one teacher, I'm good with that. I'm going to let this be imperfect, and you need to let your life be imperfect, and just focus on what is most important. Connecting with your kids, making them smile, making them feel loved and important in this world of complete insecurity means so, so much. Dear Tired Teacher, thank you for what you're doing. Please don't give up. Teacher friend, I hope this episode found you in a time when you needed it. If not, come back later when you need to hear it again. And I hope this message will help you to sustain what you're doing. Our kids need you. They need educators who care and love them. Don't give up. Keep on going. Before I go today, let me invite you to join our Facebook community, Primary Teacher Friends. We'd love to have caring and passionate educators just like you to share your perspectives and your expertise. With that, I've got to go. But until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend.